I don't know about you, but I find it hard to believe that January is already in the books. Man, we are in February. I think it's February 3rd, might even be February 4th. I am completely confused on what day it is. But I want to look back and look forward in this daily financial news. First, I want to recognize that January was an amazing month for stocks. It certainly felt like risk on to me. We also saw rates, the 10-year and mortgage rates fall. Here recently, I think February 2nd, the 30-year mortgage rate actually falling to 5.99. Folks, that 5.99 is an average. So it would not be hard for someone to get a mortgage with a four on it. If you had good credit, down payment, <clears throat> maybe seller credits, you could get 30-year money with a four on it, right? We had not seen that for a while. So again, stocks up, rates down. Also, February 1st was an important day. We've been talking about it for a while. I think the Fed is almost done. The Fed is near the terminal rate. I do believe we get one more bump in March, but that is important. Once the Fed is done, or I should say once the banks believe the Fed is done, we are gonna to start to see margin compression. This is something that I think Barry Habib has highlighted in his, his call for mortgage rates to be under 5% by the summer. Now, I personally can't get there, but Barry Habib is a legend. He has won more forecasting awards uh, than anyone else in the mortgage business. So I believe what he says. But again, January has been a monumental month. Also, the weekly unemployment claims. I don't know if you saw them yesterday. I didn't talk about them, but they were down again. We have pegged the number that the Fed wants at about 325,000. Unemployment claims, new unemployment claims at about 325,000 would get us to that 4.5% unemployment rate. Well, even in the face of layoffs from the biggest companies, unemployment claims fell. Yes, folks, fell 3,000. They are now 183 for the week, or this most recent week reported. This could all change, right? The, the layoffs that we've been talking about, yeah. uh, we have seen lots of severance packages and the like, uh, but uh, we're just getting some luggage delivered. Hi, thank you. Yeah, we're good, that's the last one. All right, thanks boss. That's what happens when you record these lives. We are on a ship. We just got our third or fourth and final bag, so I'm sorry. So back to unemployment claims. Unemployment claims going down is something to really watch. We get it every Thursday, and I don't know about you, but I will be watching those every Thursday. And again, going down to 183 is certainly nowhere close to 325. In the housing market, I want to be very clear. While it is very fun and very entertaining for me to pick on the crash bros because they have been so hard and so mean when they come after me. I want to step back and acknowledge that the housing market is broken. I have said it many times and I will say it here again. Even though the market seems to be picking up steam, 
the housing market is broken. The housing market for a decade, folks, a decade, did 6 million transactions. In 2022, we did 5 million total. In December, we were on a run rate to do 4 million. I believe in 2023, we'll be doing something in the low 4 million. So A, my housing crash call is correct. It is over. We are bottoming. Now be clear, that is transactions. That has always been my call. I do not believe we have a price crash nationally. San Francisco, crash. When you make bad decisions, there are consequences. And, and San Francisco's politicians and leaderships made several doozies. But again, nationally speaking, no price decline. Good news is transaction has bottom, we are there. But just because we have bottomed doesn't mean the housing market is healthy. In fact, I would argue that today the housing market is as unhealthy as I have ever seen it. We have a luxury market that by all intents and purposes is closed. Luxury homes is a want, not a need, right? The folks that buy luxury are invested in the stock market. They are business owners. They are move up buyers. And those folks are retreating. Now, some of that might unlock if the stock market keeps going up, but who knows? Maybe there's a, a trap and the stock will go down and revisit 3,200. I am not a stock guy. I don't pretend to be a stock guy. I will never make a stock call. I just know anything is possible. So again, luxury is frozen. However, the affordable home is crazy busy. I listed a home the week before Christmas, had it in contract the week, the day or two days after New Year's, and it closed in January at list price. And if you follow my story and you saw the walkthroughs, folks, I have walkthrough videos of this project. You can see how it started, see it in the middle, and see it at the end. I didn't even do a full remodel. Folks, go watch the videos. I left the kitchen, uh, I don't know, countertop with the old 70s tile. It was clean, it wasn't broken, it looked good, but in a real like flip at the median, I would have had to put granite or quartz. Affordable homes, I didn't have to do that. What is affordable? Well, in my market, with a median price of 400, 75% of 400 is 300 grand. So I had a list at 309, sold at list just like that, already closed. Bought and sold, bought, repaired and sold in 89 days. The affordable market is broken. There is no inventory. The stuff that is clean, AKA turnkey, sells. The market's broken. I was encouraged by Polte Group, which on Tuesday, I believe, it might've been Wednesday, their CEO said, basically, I give up. We are gonna have to build smaller, cheaper homes. Polte Group, I hope you do. We need affordable homes. They're not being built for whatever reason. So again, I believe the housing market is broken. I believe the Fed broke the housing market. We have the average homeowner stays in their home eight years. I believe when we look back a decade, we are going to see that extend. That is not healthy. I do not see us getting back to 6 million transactions for years. So again, while it is fun for me to pick on the house uh, crash bros, 
I want to admit, I think the housing market is still broken. I do think there is some opportunity, right? While I think 2023 is going to be a rough year, I do not think it is going to be rough as I feared two months ago. Two months ago, if you're watching my channel, you probably heard me say something like, I think 2023 is going to suck. I now believe it will suck less. It will be bad for many, right? There's this old joke about a depression, right? A depression is when you're laid off. A recession is when your neighbor is laid off. This is going to be rough for many people. The people getting laid off from companies, it is not fun. It is not good. It is going to suck. But as we've seen with unemployment claims and the unemployment rate, we will get back at this. But there will be opportunities. I do still believe that Boardwalk and Park Place are out there. I would love for Olivia and I to buy a luxury rental in Fresno, California. If you are a real estate agent or somebody who lives in Fresno and you know someone who has the sell, let me know. Reach out, leave comments below. I pay finder's fee, whatever it is. I want to make sure that this works and works for everyone. So I think seller financing, sub two, all of these creative financing things that I don't know and I've admitted many times, I still think 2023 will have the opportunities. Then we could talk about folks like Michael Burry, who just two days ago said sell and then the stock market went up. I don't think being black and white is good for anyone, including Michael Burry. I think it is always nuanced. It is always understanding what is going on. If you are in certain stocks, sure, you should sell. And I, again, as I've said earlier, don't pretend to be a stock guy. I stay in my lane, which is real estate. But I think any blanket statements by anyone who doesn't do the work and doesn't know your situation is unfortunate. So again, 2023, I don't think it will be as bad as I feared. It is still going to be bad. It will be worse than 2020, worse than 2021. Frankly, worse than 2019 and worse than 2018. But it may not be the worst year of my adult life, which I have said on many occasions. That's encouragement. It still could. We could still have a credit event. We could still have other national things happen. But I am starting to get more encouraged. You know, like, you know what? We might get through this okay. In the end, folks, recessions are where people get rich. It's where you can make moves. It is where assets go on sale. I don't care if that asset is stocks, that asset is housing, that asset's apartments or crypto or art or sports cards or whatever it is. There are people that need to raise cash. If you've been stacking cash like I've been recommending, you will have opportunities in your areas. So at the end of the day, folks, I hope you have an amazing day. I hope you have an amazing weekend. Like, subscribe, be a part of One Rental at a Time. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.